What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply has changed 902-518-3033 is the number to reach me here in the florida studio or you can write in on the youtube chat and go we don't have the uh, director uh, jordan quick six show horn so i'll just say did that come through moose did you hear it okay no. there's the quick six show horn it was no no it was the john ohm Bell. oh yes you heard that right yeah yeah so let's go we're gonna open up with the stanley cup playoffs and we i didn't even mention when i was rattling off all our topics that we will get to a wrap of the canadian football league week one of the preseason we'll get to that because i have some thoughts speaking of streaming and so forth i watched the live stream saturday night of the saskatchewan rough riders 30 to 27 victory over the bc Lions, and i thought it was pretty good but point one of the quick six man could I spend some time on this? William Carlson scored twice and added a helper, and Aiden Hill stopped 23 shots for his second shutout of the playoffs, and the visiting Vegas Golden Knights crushed the Dallas Stars 6-0 to win the best-of-seven Western Conference final four games to two. Vegas now moves on to face the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup final. There's a lot to get to on all of that. Um, Moose, the game wasn't much. I think by the time I frankly turned it on because i was watching other things it was two nothing stars already in that or sorry two nothing golden knights and then boom three nothing and i'm like this is over vegas is not gonna blow this and they didn't they went on to a six nothing victory and now they open at home saturday night game one stanley cup final so i'll get your take on that and you were a stars fan for like a minute is it gonna stick moose is, is it gonna stick are you gonna be a stars fan for a while i feel like there's a fit there yeah you in dallas or are you moving on no, i got to have a U.S. Uh, team to pull for. Why yes, not Dallas? Uh, they've been pretty good to me, and uh, they're going to be really good to our show, which is exciting. Um, but you're right. Like, you know, it seemed like Dallas came back and, and uh, just didn't have it, <clears> right? <throat> Vegas wasn't going to be denied, and that's how it goes, right? Sometimes, you know, you put all your effort in to come back. You have an emotional OT win, then you come back with a really good effort to win a second game. But you go back into Vegas, and they reset, man, and you get Jamie Benn back, but it didn't help. Uh, tough one, but it sets up a great Stanley Cup. Been there, done that. And uh, from the audience, John Ohm says, boom. 
The RP Show is back. Who the heck is it here said uh, congrats on covering the Stanley Cup final? And there and there's the, the reason I read that comment, and Jeff the Stamps fan says the Stanley Cup final schedule is terrible. Yes, it is. It's Charles Barkley. Terrible. Because think about this, Moose. I'm going to be covering the Stanley Cup final. Last night we were sitting on the couch watching Golden Girls, which, by the way, I love Golden Girls. That's part of the reason why I've nicknamed Serena the Golden Girl, which, incidentally, she likes it, and she'll be uh, on the air with us here in hour two. I'm not going to tell you why I love the Golden Girls so much. I'm going to save that for my weekend column. But it was... Literally, this email came in from the National Hockey League, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I said, it's my accreditation request. And you went to university. I went to college. Remember when you got that letter? We've seen it on TV shows, but we've lived it, whether you were going to get into college or not. When that letter comes, this was very similar to that. And it said the status of your Stanley Cup playoff accreditation is approved. And we don't have a Rick Reagan uh, voice to do it, but it's so that's all great. Full disclosure, I'm just going to say this. I am coming back to Canada two weekends from now. So the schedule could be better. Jeff, the Stamps fan is 100% right. Had the Golden Knights finished this series off in four or five games, the Stanley Cup final would be beginning Wednesday, tomorrow, May 31st. But no. Golden Knights blew it, so now the schedule goes, um, well, Saturday's game one, Monday game two in Vegas, then back here Thursday, Saturday, games three and four. Somebody's got some explaining to do here, so at the very least, I'll be able to attend, I think, a couple of games, but not everything, and I'm not going to Las Vegas. There's a, there's a saying that we have in recovery, and it's, There's one day at a time is my favorite, but another one is easy does it. This is my first Stanley Cup final. Easy does it. I don't need to be ripping across this country going to all. We're not ESPN. Believe it or not, we're not. So I've been offered a place to stay in Vegas. Just this morning, Darren, in Henderson, the neighboring community of Las Vegas, we got a place for you to stay if you want to come. I'm like, "Uh, easy does it. Yeah. Well, I'll do the Florida. I'll do the Florida games. What do you got? What well, are you going to say? We did the Stanley Cup the first time in Montreal. We didn't travel to Tampa. We stayed in Montreal. So we pick a pick a host center and really get the vibe of the community in the city. And I think you know Sunrise in South Florida is a great place to be. It's the, it's the spot I think when you um, think about where you'd rather be for the Stanley Cup. It's where I want to be. But my point is, for my first Stanley Cup final, I don't need to be traipsing across this country. I'm okay with FLA Live Arena. I'm going to have to change some flights as it is. No, chill. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, goes on to say, the older I get, the more attractive the Golden Girls get. Oh, no. We will add in our own sound effects <laughs> to this. And um, I'm not saying he's entirely wrong. But at this moment, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Uh, Ryan in Toronto says, uh, hello from Toronto, Rod Squad. It's going to be an amazing show. I agree. It already is. Uh, Landry in Billings, Montana says, hopefully everyone had a nice weekend. Go Panthers. 
but either team will have their first Stanley Cup, so it will be exciting. That is very uh, interesting, and I'll just say this before we move Well, I'll move on to point two right now. The Florida Panthers are headed to Las Vegas for the weekend. The uh, Golden Knights are going to open the Stanley Cup at home game one Saturday night, as mentioned, against the Florida Panthers. So there's a lot to get into there, and we've got all week to do it. I promised that we would talk about the CFL preseason, and, and we're going to. Um, for those that have just logged on, we're not on television today. If you're wondering why the new look and stuff, this is a Darren DuPont produced production. And if I may, I think he's done a very spiffy job. But we don't have to adhere to the commercial breaks that we normally do. We don't, right, Moose? We don't. Yeah, you can Correct? break whenever you want. I would just say, right. maybe ask me if I'm ready for a break. I sure. will be, but sure. I'm just saying it's the formatics are a little different, but you can oh, still yeah. re- you can reach us the same way nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three with whatever your comments are on whatever we're talking about. There's a lot of things that have happened since Friday. For instance, the last time we were on the air, I had a very long, shaggy mop of hair. It's Friday that I got my haircut, which I almost need another haircut. It's like four or five days later. Think about that for a second. So, even though we're not on television, I'm still getting off track. And we are still Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio. But before I go any further into the Stanley Cup final, let me say this. The poll question today for Key Auto Group. Get a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits you at Key Auto Group. They will treat you right every time. And it's all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. Who wins the Stanley Cup final? And ain't that hard of a question to come up with? But it might be a harder question to answer. And uh, probably, I put this up a few hours ago on Twitter. So about an hour in, they had Vegas leading by about 62% of the vote. An hour later, they had Florida leading but with 56% of the vote. So that's telling me, I think, Darren, we're going to settle in on, by the time Saturday rolls around, probably around a 50-50 split, <laughs> which is not surprising. The The regular season matchup between the two was 1-1. I was at the game here when Vegas was here, and it was probably their worst game of the season. I talked to Kelly McCrimmon about it. Wasn't his term, it was mine, their general manager, but that was like their rock bottom because then yeah. it touched off a long winning streak after that. Just Florida caught him on a bad night. Um, Vegas is still the better team, and for that reason, they will win the Stanley Cup in six games. You heard it here, everybody. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights will win the Stanley Cup in six games. I actually have a Vegas Golden Knights three-quarter zip. Musa is going to bring it out here and burn it right on the set. <laughs> I might wait until later in the week to do that. What's your I, prediction? I thought maybe you were going to wear it and you got the no. ball cap and stuff too, right? Like I got everything. I got everything. One one day, one the next, but um yeah, you know what? Um I'll take the Panthers to win this thing, but I think it's going to be a seven game series. Um I think this is going to be a real real good series. They're fresh, but Vegas is really good. It's going to be fun. Okay, so let's uh Spend a minute on that. And by the way, we've got NBA Finals, Blue Jays, CFL preseason, Memorial Cup, NLL. That's all on the way. We're going to keep rolling here in the warm-up. We don't have to take a break. And I know that that's, that's all good with Ryan O'Radio at WQEE. How about that? Atlanta's NHL show is right here, and they will be at the Stanley Cup Finals, WQEE. Ryan is pumped about that. Um, Randy from Winnipeg says, how impressive is it? Vegas' first six years in the NHL. 
they're in the Stanley Cup final again. It is. I think there's two or three other teams that have done this. But on NHL Network, and you poor peasants, you people in ding. Canada, yeah, ding, don't get the NHL Network all day. You get it in the mid to late afternoons. But I get it 24-7. I pay out the nose for it. But they were playing a clip on NHL Network this morning. Ken Danico, well, let me back up, not the Danico thing. They're playing a clip of Bill Foley the night they were introducing the team, way back when, 2016, the Vegas Golden Knights. And Bill Foley said, he was asked by the MC, how soon before you bring a Stanley Cup to Las Vegas? And he goes, well, I've seen people say seven years, but I'll, I'll say six, six years. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> big balls there from Foley. I'd be pulling that clip and playing it for the Panthers at their practice today. Oh, guess what this guy's saying? This is what their owner's saying. Uh, so he put his balls on the table. Serena, she, she thought that was cool that he said that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's not, but I would be using every single piece a bulletin board material I could if I'm the Florida Panthers going into this series because they're going to need it. Yeah, but you know what? They've backed up Foley's uh, prediction. They've, they're they getting to the Stanley Cup, and they're really close yeah, to winning. It's to win one. It's to win you, one. Right. You still got to win one, but, like, you're doing everything that he said you would do to get there, and now you got to finish it off. Um, but, yeah, um, bulletin board material, I'd be using it for sure. Any motivation – that can give you an edge. Um, the Panthers want to shove it down their throat because they've never won one, and they're just getting back to the Stanley Cup final for the second time. Meanwhile, you know, Vegas has had all this success. It's like the Panthers need to really take some pride here and, and come out and uh, make a statement to say, look, it, I know you guys are flashy, the Golden Knights, and you guys are here, and you guys always win, but um, now it's our time right now. So we'll see how they respond, and if Paul Maurice is using any bulletin board material. I'm just going to sprinkle in some viewer comments here. And by the way, Moose, how many breaks do you want to take here in the first hour? You can take You're as many boss. as you want. It doesn't no! matter to me. How many is ideal for you? Let's take three. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to stick with it here for, well, if that's, then we're past the first commercial break time. <laughs> well, we'll do it in a couple of minutes here. I want to hook in. I got to tell you about going fishing on the weekend. Yeah. Hang on. I'll get there. Producer Clark, his dad, Rod Monroe, has written in and says, going to be a great cup final. See, I think so for sure. And just to tee up our two a little bit, Serena's just, I had to take her to task this morning because she's all hung up saying this is going to be a bad final. And she's against the U.S. Sun Belt. I shouldn't speak for her. You just wait until, did, did she get into that when you were here? Much at all? Just a little. Just okay. a little. Well, every day she brings it up here, and she says it's going to be a bad final. And Ken Danico from uh, the NHL Network, who's won at least two Stanley Cups, maybe three, is saying this could be one of the greatest Stanley Cup finals we've had in years. And I'm like, you need to watch it too. You're just selling it because you're on NHL Network. Clearly, I think it's going to be great. These are the two teams that I know the best. Friends on both sides. Uh, and as somebody wrote in here earlier, said the good thing is neither teams want to stand the cup. That's very exciting. That's a great story right there. I love it. Right? Um, 
1-1 was the season series between the two. Ah, well, I'm not reading all the comments here. Ryan in Toronto says, it makes sense to me. You're not playing for the cup, just covering it. What are we talking about? That I don't need to be at every game? I think I think that's the sense. Yeah. But I will say this. It's a lo- been a lifelong dream of mine. Okay, you're going to get some stuff here on the RP show that you don't normally get. And this ain't bad, Darren. You don't need to clutch your heart and worry. <laughs> but I didn't, because I've known me for 50 years. I've always known what I wanted. But I never really understood what anybody outside of me thought that I wanted. And it doesn't really matter what other people think. It doesn't matter. What other people think of you isn't their business. But for to say that I wanted to be at the Stanley Cup Finals for 50 years seems to have, like, shocked people. I am Caitlyn Jenner without the dress. I'm Bruce Jenner. I'm tired of not living as myself. And I want to be the Florida hockey guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can see the meme right there. Rod is Caitlyn Jenner without the dress. <laughs> Here he is. He wants to cover the Stanley Cup. Is that so wrong? So I didn't get a tear in my eye. I can't remember the last time I did about anything. But the old me would have really teared up about the fact that I get to go to the Stanley Cup final and be in the press box and be around all this. It's pretty exciting. Uh, Kevin, the medium, says Panthers in four. Was it you, Moose, that was talking about you or Serena? One of the two. Um, John Ohms says, and how many coaches has Vegas gone through in the six years? Wow. Was it you saying that or was it her? I think it was her. Okay. She couldn't believe how good the coaches have been. I know. That they've had. But if you go back, you got to go back and watch. There's a tell in what Bill Foley said the night they were introducing the Vegas Golden Knights on stage in whatever hotel they were in in Vegas. It was sort of like, yeah, we're going to win a Stanley Cup within six years or else. It was pretty much what he said. And who at that time would have understood that he meant, if you don't win a Stanley Cup, I'm firing your ass. I know. Or I'm trading your ass, which is exactly what he meant. Yeah. But nobody was thinking that at the time because who does that? I know. Bill Foley does and the Vegas Golden Knights. So there is the opening segment on the Stanley Cup. Commercial coming up, Moose, uh, and we'll get to all the rest and more hockey when we return. But the topics include the Canadian Football League preseason, NLL Memorial Cup, NBA Finals, the Blue Jays, everything else, because it is Canada's favorite daytime sports talk show and Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE podcast and streaming and welcome back everybody the rp show continues on this tuesday it's episode number 1009 of your favorite daytime sports talk show and thanks for hanging with us today on wqee radio in atlanta where we are atlanta's nhl show and youtube a little bit of a different look today moose and i are not live on game plus television but only for the week but you can thank wqee and streaming for that and this is a darren dupont produced show and if i may it's going quite swimmingly. Uh, Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba, writes in Moose and says, Hi, Rod and Moose. I believe the Panthers will win in six games because of goaltending. Hey, it ain't even close. And I was reading the game notes again this morning. There's like seven records 
that Sergei Bobrovsky is on the verge of breaking if he continues this play. I'm not going to get into what it is, but he's on yeah. pace. You know how that works. And I don't want to jinx anything, but that's Wilf and Steinbach. He says the Panthers in six. Jim Wagner from Balgoni writes in. He says, good day, all. Chilling with the RP crew. Now we're rolling. I said Vegas in six. What did you say? Florida I can't seven. remember. I, Florida in seven. I'm writing that down. Good. And hold everybody right in with their predictions. That would be fantastic if you did. And before we do switch gears, we do have breaking news today on this Tuesday. The Washington Capitals have hired Spencer Carberry as their next coach, bringing back a favorite of the organization to fill the job he envisioned to get years ago. The team announced the move Tuesday morning, bringing Carberry back into the fold after he spent the past two seasons as an assistant with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Before that, Carberry was considered the heir apparent to Peter Laviolette because of his time with the Capitals' top minor league affiliate, the Hershey Bears. He was with him for three seasons. But he got his first NHL job uh, on Sheldon Keefe's staff uh, with Toronto. I got one for you before we get to the football. See how I'm hooking everybody in there. I want your take on this. And I'm going to spend way more time on it an hour, too, when the Golden Girl gets in here. But in the NHL game notes, Moose, this morning yeah. or last night, whenever they posted them, it said the Golden Knights can become the second major professional sports team in Las Vegas to win a championship following the Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA in 2022. Because I was like, did the Raiders win a Super Bowl that I wasn't aware of? Right. And I'm like, the Aces? What are you talking about? <laughs> and this is not a gender thing. At all, I compared myself to Caitlyn Jenner last hour. If anybody or last segment, if anybody's inclusive, it's me. But stop it, stop, stop squared. The WNBA is not a major sports league, and I don't even know why they would try and present it as such. Now she thinks it is, however. So how about you? How about that? You no, know, the WNBA, <coughs> excuse me, needs more credit. Um, you know, it's a professional sports league. It needs to be included in all these conversations. Is it a major pro sports league? No, it's not. And, and, and I would consider major by the amount of TV coverage and, and tickets you're selling and things like that. It's not a major pro sports league. I, I hate that it's not, but it's just not. Um, it's just the way that it is. Yeah, it can be, but it's just not. You know, um, Bill Burr's got a great, great stand-up. Uh, comedy about that he's like all the women should be out there supporting you know the WNBA fill in the stands but it's not really about that either it's just you're right it's sometimes it's just the way that it is and they'll continue to work at it and hopefully the league will continue to grow it's just it is what it is yeah Karen her name is Karen she writes in and says Vegas like Tucker Carlson will win that's from Karen. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Florida is hot. Panthers in five. From Jack Fulton in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, I don't care the sport of the moment. Rod and Moose make the day for sports fans across the continent. Love you both. Thanks, Jack. Love you too, Jack. Thanks for checking in. Uh, from Allie in Texarkana, she says, morning, RP squad. Here for my girl, Serena. Don't pump her head any bigger. <laughs> She'll be here an hour or two. <laughs> Looking at her right now. She's got her opinions, of course. And Jack, or sorry, John in Winnipeg says, Congrats 
on being the Florida hockey guy. I'm so jelly that you got this. My dream too, bro. NHL finals. And Jeff, the Stamps fan, goes on to say, uh, sorry, WNBA is not as compelling as men's basketball. And uh, by the way, what's the four? Listen, before we move on, what's what's a major sports league? To me, unless something's changed, it's the core four. MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL. End of story. And that's the CFL ain't, the MLS ain't, NASCAR ain't. Unless I've missed something. No, you're bang on. You know, the core four are the core four for a reason, right? They're the big four sports leagues. And, you know, you even look at the overseas leagues. Like, I know you don't want to talk soccer, but you start getting into the Premier League, which is becoming more prevalent uh, prevalent on this side of the pond in North America, has more fans. It is going to have a greater chance of being a core North American sports league ahead of some of these smaller fledgling leagues that play, you know, in Canada and the U S so well, it's just what it is. Something changed in me. I don't really know what it is, but you say you don't want to talk soccer. You talk about whatever the hell you want. I'm not going to talk about soccer but you're the boss. Anybody talk about whatever the hell they want. I don't care. Just don't expect me to get into it. Um, it's not like I haven't tried it. There's a, the God knows there's enough sports out there that I'm into. Yeah. I'm just, I'm good. Similar to golf. Now you asked if I went, uh, fishing on the weekend with the Dodge boys, I went fishing with one of them, Bradley. And all I'll say is Brad and I, Got a special connection, I feel. And he can't get anybody else of his brothers to go fishing with him. His dad goes with him from time to time. But there's four boys in the family. Brian's got to split his time up, right? Yeah. So as we were fishing, and I'd never been fishing. Just hang on for a second. That's why this is the Rod Peterson Show and not SportsCenter. Personal story here. If I'd been fishing, it was when I was seven at Katepwa. Yeah. Didn't even really count. You know, with a plastic fishing rod, like a toy one. This is the first time. And if you're going to go fishing, you probably want to go fishing in Florida, the fishing capital of the world. Yeah. No, I didn't say chicken capital. That's Winyard, Darren's hometown. Good memory. I'm aware of all this. I didn't kill all the brain cells. <laughs> but as we're standing there on the banks of the river fishing, I'm learning all these things. And Brad turned to me. It's only like 11 turns to me and he goes do you find this boring and i'm like i never stopped to think of that at all <laughs> i'm having too much fun and he goes well, everybody says it's boring i like it and i'm like no i think i could become a fisherman and then we caught this fish and brad was like you saw the video of it you saw the video it's on my social media right and brad's like oh it's a snakehead we gotta kill it and i'm like why he goes it's invasive it eats the other fish you're supposed to kill them if you he knows everything. I'm like, how do we kill it? And he goes, well, we got to get the hook out. I got pliers in my kit. Raced over and got him. Like the kid is the kid is Bob Azumi. <laughs> and uh, I'm here for it. So this is something I tried and I liked. And somebody went, what? 
What? The Bob Azumi reference got me. I haven't seen the, or heard the name Bob Azumi since I was a kid watching TSN <laughs> at noon on a Saturday afternoon. Brad's the new Bob Azumi. So, and while we were doing that, Serena was walking laps because she was getting uh, her steps in and stuff and everything, working out. And I said, okay, we got to go to Bass Pro. I need a vest. I need a special hat. I need all these things. I'm into it now. Yeah. So I tried soccer. Wasn't for me. Tried golf. Wasn't for me. Fishing. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. That's fine. Um, John Ohm. I miss my summers at Katepwa Beach, Saskatchewan. Good times. Well, John, you can drive back at any time. Um, Carlos in Indianapolis says only so many leagues we as individuals can keep up with. That's exactly it. Twain Toronto says fishing is almost as relaxing as meditation. I don't want to get on a recovery note here, but I will for a second because Troy in Toronto, he's my recovery buddy. And I just found that it took my mind off everything else. I had to keep my mind on the line and which way to have the latch and not to hook Brad when I was throwing my hook into the water. You know, all these things. Yeah. It's like playing music, keeping beat in your head. You can't think about other stuff, you know, or playing with your dog. It ta- you know what I mean? It's all these things that take your mind away from your problems, and it's a nice holiday. And all of a sudden, I'm like, now I get it. 50 years, I've waited to go to the Stanley Cup finals and fishing, and I had to come to Florida to do it. My own fault. Ryan in Toronto says, I also love the Baba Zumi reference. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get back on point. I apologize, everybody, for going off target. <laughs> Did I even read the NBA? No, I didn't. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler scored 28 points. The visiting Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics 103-84 in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat, who almost blew a 3-0 lead, will face the Western Conference champion Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Game one is in Denver on Thursday night. I feel like I could go on a real tangent here on how much the uh, delay will hurt the Nuggets and the Panthers, but I'm going to wait until Serena's here next hour because she doesn't want to talk about anything else, really, but hockey. And the Blue Jays, uh, point five, after a much-needed day off, the Toronto Blue Jays will try to make up for some lost ground in the standings tonight when they host the Milwaukee Brewers in the first of a three-game series. The 28 and 26 Blue Jays are last in the five-team American League East. It's uh, Yusei Kikuchi going to the mound for Toronto against the Brewers' righty Adrian Hauser. And I'll wind this up on this. Theo Rochette scored twice, and netminder William Russo stopped 35 of 36 shots as the Quebec Rempart edged the Seattle Thunderbirds 3-1 at the Memmer in Kamloops with their second win. The Quebec, uh, Quebec champion Remparts are going straight to Sunday's final. The WHL champion Thunderbirds and host Kamloops Blazers are 1-1, one and, one, and the OHL champion Peterborough Peets are 0-2. The Peets play the Rempart tonight. I've got more, but I'll stop there for a second because we promised we would talk about the Canadian Football League and we've talked about everything else but to this point, so let's do it. Uh, Leanne has written in. She says, I can barely hear moot. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She goes, I picked Vegas in six. That's on me because I asked Moose earlier to turn his mic down so it was maybe too loud on my headphones. But, okay. Darren, is there, room to, is there room to boost yours? Yeah, we'll, uh, I'll bring it in a lot closer for now, and then we will, uh, I'll boost it up uh, next time we take a little break. But um, my audio controls are just off my screen. But we should be good. Uh, I did take Florida in seven. Oh, just so you were paying okay. Attention. Florida in He's seven. He's got Florida in seven. I got Vegas in six. And a few things here. Leonard Ferguson writes, and he says, RP, be careful fishing in Florida. The alligator just bit off a guy's hand the other day. <laughs> hey, my name's Rod Peterson, not Chubbs Peterson. But um, We're boom. good. That's the only well, thing I didn't do. What? It's not, not crocodiles. But the only thing we didn't do when I was down there is we didn't visit Carol Baskin's compound. Um, wherever she was hanging out. She's over by Tampa Bay. She's over by oh, Tampa Bay. That'll be next convenient. time. Um, but the thing is, with that hook, Brad's hook went through the fish's mouth and out its eye. And by the way, Brad threw the fish back. So there's a fish swimming around like that alligator in Happy Gilmore with one eye. You're welcome. And uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, RP, when you first dreamed of covering the Stanley Cup Finals, I bet you never imagined Las Vegas and Miami. Um, no. But just as when I was interviewing to be the voice of the Calgary Flames and Ken King, their president said to me, why do you want to be the voice of the Calgary Flames? 
in my mind, before I said it, I thought, I don't care that it's the Calgary Flames. I'd be the voice of the Hartford Whalers. I just want to be the voice of an NHL. And he goes, let me guess. You'd be the voice of any team. He didn't give me a chance to even answer his question because that's kind of the way Ken King was. So when I thought of envisioning covering the Stanley Cup final, clearly I didn't think of Las Vegas and Miami, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Craig, the Stam, uh, sorry, Craig, our director of scouting, says Florida in six. And Leanne says the Memorial Cup has been really boring this year. Thought the WHL crowd would be more rowdy, but the dub final was better than this. Uh, whatevs. I didn't enjoy the 10-2 game the other day. Kamloops had a good practice against Peterborough, but what are you going to do? Wait a minute. I thought the dub sucked at the, at the memor. Oh. Okay. And Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I picked Vegas in six. Um, Canadian Football League. Here are your scores from what they're calling preseason week B. Montreal beat Ottawa Friday night, 22-21 on a last-second field goal. By the way, don't expect me to read or remember any of the names of the players because most of them we'll never hear of again. Hamilton beat Toronto 27-22. I, the name Bo Levi Mitchell might ring a bell. I think he'll be around for a while. I believe he tossed two touchdowns in a game for Hamilton at the coffee cup, at the donut box, Tim Hortons Field. Yes, Americans, we have a stadium called Tim Hortons Field. Stop laughing. Winnipeg beat Edmonton 25-23. The Elks snatched defeat from the jaws of victory again. Backup Winnipeg quarterback, who's not even a household name in his own house, ran 46 yards for a touchdown in the, yeah, you heard me right, rookie bomber quarterback. I can, for a million dollars, I couldn't tell you his name. But he romped 46 yards for the winning touchdown. Bombers win 25-23. The Elks finish the, finished the preseason at 0-2. And then the finale. I see your comment, Jack. I'll get to it. <laughs> the finale. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders beat the British Columbia Lions 30-27 to at Canada's football shrine and in Canada's football capital, Mosaic Stadium. It's quite a game. I uh, watched the live stream over here in my backyard. You now, Moose, have been to the Hacienda, so you know how this all works. Kind of a nice little setup we got here, huh? Oh, yeah. And the live stream was fantastic. It was mucho excelente. Really good. And uh, Saskatchewan came back to one. I thought it was a quite cleanly played game. You could read my weekend column if you really want all my thoughts on it, but I got to give credit to the Riders O-line. They didn't give up one sack. This after a season where they gave up a club record in a year, I think it was 77. Um, The offensive coordinator did a good enough job of putting a simple defense out there and play calling. Everybody executed it. And the Riders came back from two double-digit deficits in the second half to win the football game. Everybody went home happy. What more do you want? Yeah. Thought it was great. It's exactly what you want. Quarterbacks played well, you know. I think what did Mason Fine have a pick six on his first throw, but through two yeah, late it's a Varga. And you know, we uh, we saw Jake Dolagala play well. There was a lot of positives to take out of that game if you're Saskatchewan. So um, the results don't matter, but I think you have to be happy. You look at Kelly Jeffries. Um, you know, you look at this group. I think there's just so many good things right now with the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. 
you're supposed to say it. Dolagala. Dolagala. That's how you're supposed to say it. Um, Jeff, the Stams fan, don't be a troll, Jeff. We're talking <laughs> CFL, and that's what you want. Don't ruin it. Uh, Jeff says, today's CFL third stringers is tomorrow's Riders starter and goes on to say the Riders are still taking penalties. I mean, you can sit and run down the team if you want, um, but whatever. Uh, Riders took seven penalties. BC took seven penalties. We were saying last segment how there's just so much going on. I'm not getting into the minutiae of what's going on with all the teams in the Canadian Football League. But I think the fact that I watched and paid attention to most of the games uh, was is quite noble, yeah. given the fact that my focus is on the Stanley Cup playoffs and going to the Stanley Cup final. Um, having said that, I mean, I had uh, somebody in the league text me the other day and just say, hey, can you find out about this injury in Ryder Camp? I'm like, nope, can't. And I appreciate you asking, but I'm not doing it. And now I got football guys here in Florida saying, can you get me a report on this player and that player? And I'm like, well, that I've been doing that. Yeah. But I'm not watching it all of myself. Uh, Craig, uh, our director of scouting, says Ryder's protection was good and promising. I think everything was promising. And let's just walk this back for a second. There is something about the preseason in uh, what I call two games a year, 20 years, 40, 40 preseason games. It's our, our good friend Brad Cham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, said it best. Preseason games don't count, but they matter. And they matter not just because of an individual's performance, but the fans leaving the stadium. I would like to think that the Ryder fans that were there, and I see the Riders are getting pushed because the attendance was so bad. None of the games looked overly well attended to me, but whatever, we're not here to talk about that today. But they came back with a stunning second half, fourth quarter comeback to win. That does not, not stick in the fans' minds. Like, when I go to the preseason games of the Panthers here, whether the team wins or loses, that's a thing. And I got to think it's a thing in the players' heads too. Yeah, you know, I think it is. I mean, wins and losses still matter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, they set the tone. They set the tone. When you lose games, it doesn't matter about the process. I mean, you see good teams. They typically don't even lose the preseason games because it's all about a winning mentality, winning culture. And the coaches, even with the second team, the third team, you know, the backups, there's pressure to win, not just play well. And I think that's the case in any league. Uh Jim from Balgonian says, why would you get back on topic, Roddy? The off-topic stuff is why most of us are here. I love it. You're talking about fishing with Bradley or, or whatever. I mean, I got stories till hell won't have it. It was three days off the air. And to be honest, uh, part of the reason why we took Memorial Day off, it was Darren and I, I think you and I, when we put our heads together, do come up with some pretty good decisions between the two of us, Darren. Yeah. But we're like, we're not on Game Plus anyways. It's Memorial Day in the States. Why don't I just take Monday off and we'll come back Tuesday? <laughs> that's how we reached the decision, everybody. It was a high-level executive yes. decision. Yes, it was. Uh, that's how we reached it. 902-518-3033. Uh, we've, again, we've covered 
the real serious sports talk, if you will. How about this? Ryan Blaney pulled away late to win the rescheduled Coca-Cola 600 Monday at Charlotte Speedway, giving team owner Roger Penske a sweep of the Memorial Day weekend's top races in the USA. Joseph Newgarden won a record-extending 19th Indy 500 Sunday for Team Penske. It marked the first time Team Penske's earned a sweep of the two races in the same year. I kind of miss the racing. I got into it during the COVID, and there was just something about it. And let's be honest. Birds of a feather flock together. I'll never be the racing guy. That's just not me. I don't think I'm better than those guys. I just know that I'm different than those guys. And I was going to, uh, for those that have just found our show, particularly those listening in Atlanta right now on WQEE, um, I was looking for something to do in COVID. Weren't we all, Darren? And for whatever reason, I couldn't get you to come to the racing with me, and that's fine. Jared Dumba came with me. That's right. And I was like, hey, Racing, can I say racing chicks? <laughs> sure. There's something. There's something about them, <laughs> and the smell of the burnt gasoline in the air was cool. You know, oh, yeah. the concession was out of this world. Next level. Where do you go from taco in a bag to deep fried pierogies and sour cream to? As my mom would say, till hell won't have it. Yeah. I had a problem with this, however, that when they were singing the national anthem, I'm sure I told you about this, but none of those guys took their hats off. N- like, not one. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of guys down in the corner of the racetrack on, a, like, a platform. And I understand for those listening in Georgia, don't burn me at the stake because I know how big NASCAR is there. But I was like, can you show some? Flip and respect your country by taking your hat off. Is it too much to ask? I know. And I do remember, you know Jared well. He's a very, very big fan of yours, by the way. And I'll get to that in a second. But I'm like, he, Jared's like, they're not doing it to de- be disrespectful. They just didn't think about it. I'm like, same thing. What do you think about that? No, they. you're right. Um, it's just culture race culture you know um yeah whatever you want to call it you know we joke around and say redneck culture but it's not i mean it's just the race fans um you know outside whatever and it, and it is fun you got to remember um i spent a lot of time at the great um paved oval in saskatoon as their public address announcer i spent a couple of years there herm <laughs> hordell uh, got me into it and him and i became really fast friends and um, I had a blast learning all about the, you know, the nuances of racing. I mean, play-by-play play and announcing the cars coming around, that's one thing. Um, I had a guy by the name of Trevor Gowan. He was a radio guy in Prince Albert. I know Trevor. Huge yep. car guy. He would be in the infield providing what we called the, like the color commentary. And he was so knowledgeable and good. Um, yeah, it was just it was a lot of fun being around the track, and, and I miss it. I miss it too. It was just cool. Yeah. And I want to, I want to go to a NASCAR event here and I will, uh, we should put a poll up. Do you want us to stay on track or stay off track? Do you want us to go off-roading? Cause God knows I can. 
uh, 902-518-3033, the number to uh, text us here in the Florida studio. I'm so happy you came down here, uh, Moose. I've thought about it every day because there's you. just so much cool stuff, and you now understand a lot of what's cool about it. Yeah. But I'm also coming home in a couple of weeks' time, and I'm excited about that too. It's a really great life being able to go around all these places. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says NASCAR fans are some of the nicest folks you'll meet. Oh, I don't doubt that for a second. And and the one thing that I really loved about the live racing was the danger. Somebody could die at any second, whether it be a car slip off the track or a tire go flying into the crowd. I mean, I'm a heck of a lot more reserved than I used to be. That The danger used to really hook me in. Maybe going to a nightclub in a bad area of town. And a very large city I'd never been in. I used to, like, who would do that? We did. Um, Ryan in Toronto says, Panthers in six. Um, Ted in Red Deer says, you play to win the game, exhibition or not. No, you do, but I want to say something about that. And, and uh, Trevor in Winnipeg says, hopefully Edmonton has a few more people in the seats when the real games start. They got so much work to do up there. Who would not want to be Victor Quee? Because, I mean, Chris Jones has his hands full on the football side. I think that's yeah. highly evident. To go out and mend bridges in the community and shake hands and kiss ass and do all the things they got to do. That is a lot of work. Yeah. And as we've seen in today's society, lesser and lesser people want to do it. I know. I don't know what the answer is for the Edmonton Elks. I have no idea. Other than winning, I think that would help. Edmonton seems like a city that if the team was actually good, people would come out. In Calgary, that's not good enough. They might even have more work ahead of them there in Calgary. I don't know. But um, I wouldn't want to be them. I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> Carlos in Indianapolis says, some of this show's best moments come off audibles. Calling an audible. You jump in any time, Moose. Like, I was thinking about this when I was shaking the dew off my lily in the last commercial break. <laughs> uh, you said we could take three commercial breaks in the hour. And in our first one, we saw we lost 25% of the audience because they changed the station. So we're like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> I could sit here by myself and talk for two solid hours easily oh, and yeah. tell stories. Not even a problem. And I remember a producer at the television station I used to work at. You might know him. Let's call him Kevin. He once said, you could just turn the camera on and let Rod go. I could walk away. Problem was, he did. <laughs> and that's why we're all sitting here today. Isn't it? <laughs> Yes, it is. Uh, very shortly after that, I realized I should be sending him a thank you card. Yeah. Um, Jeff, the Stams fan, says Calgary's issues are complicated. <laughs> the Calgary Stampeders have just changed their Facebook status to it's complicated. Oh, my gosh. David in Winnipeg. Sorry. You have a comment no, on that? No, it just takes it back to Facebook statuses. It's complicated. <laughs> they still do that? 
Did I just snort? Uh, David in Winnipeg, David Asplund, says, were you guys shocked as I was to see Caleros and the first team offense out as long as they were? My money says they don't play versus Sask on Friday. Shout out Winnipeg, where we're very big in Winnipeg, channel 1190 on Bell MTS Cable, just not this week. I was stunned by all of it. Um, but things are changing. I need to understand, not just in football, but in life, things do change, and change is a good thing. There was always a way that football was done. We all know that. Can we not say that maybe Mike O'Shea's ahead of the curve on a lot of this stuff? It's, yes. I didn't think Caleros would go at all, let alone play as much as he did, and I guess he played good. I didn't watch much of the game. I watched the box score. He wasn't the one that won the game. But are you seeing, Darren, as more of the football guy than me, just a difference in how things are being approached? Player safety aside, that's in the whole – we can all see that. Yeah. But in terms of personnel in these games, um, I find it quite interesting. And every team has a different approach, right? Every coaching staff has a slightly different idea of what they're trying to accomplish. Some guys – want to make sure their starters are a little more game ready and give them the extra reps. Other guys really want to make decisions on some cuts and roster moves they have to make. So that'll be reflected in who plays. If you're seeing the starters play, you know, more in Winnipeg, for example, then they're pretty comfortable with some of the final decisions they have to make. And they want to make sure they're ready for week one, get Caleros the reps and however much he wants to play. When you see more of the backups play, it's more about, we got some hard decisions to make here down in the depths of our lineup. So you can kind of read the tea leaves, I guess, into what each team's trying to do. Checking in from the peanut gallery regarding uh, the Calgary Stampeders issues. And for those that are uninitiated that don't know, and by the way, it'll be a lot of hockey talk in hour two. So enjoy it now in hour one. And I told you we could go on at least two hours every day. Calgary Stampeders have been the model franchise of this century and probably one of the worst drawing teams. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And the thing is, we're not going to sit here and talk about it. I don't know what it would take. I've spent enough time in Calgary, went to college there. I know the people. They're my friends. I don't understand what it is. You sit and talk to the Stampeders staff. They're befuddled, too. They have their thoughts. They feel that when they were purchased, the football team, by the parent NHL Flames, that everything went out the window. Marketing, community initiatives to what they were before. I don't know. Again, I'm glad it's not my problem. Leanne says, Stampeders always have a good team, but I can't remember the last time that place sold out. Not even Labor Day. From T. Will in Winnipeg, he says, are their issues complicated, though? Are their issues complicated, though? Well, clearly they are. They win and they can't sell tickets. So <laughs> what's worse than that? Right. It's tough. Jack, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. Says, interesting comment, Rod. Funny when we're able to get to a place where we can say thank you for the trials in our life. I feel like we're getting closer and closer and closer to telling more details of my history with the Rough Riders because not that many people know, and apparently people still care. I mean, I was over it the night that I left the building. 
I was relieved. But I think people are just starting to now get over it. Yeah. And I can go back and um, cheer for the Rough Rider. Hell, I'm wearing a shirt today. I'm over it. Safe Moondog writes in and says, what was the Riders' attendance on Friday? I don't know, but they didn't announce the attendance. They introduced them. <laughs> but um, boom <laughs> You like that? Eh? Yeah. Uh, I need to, if this. If John, this is if this is gonna get real, Letterman, we won't have sound effects, Rod. I'll actually have a drum set set up here. But um, boom Right. That would be great. I'll be. What? What's? Oh man, why can't I think of his name right now? You called me a sidekick right off the top with the bald. Um, P- Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Paul yes. Schaefer. I'll actually be playing the guitar or playing the drums and doing the live sound effects. It could be really great. I hope everybody's enjoying the CFL talk now because, by the way, next hour, Serena will be here. and She don't give a rat's ass about the CFL. It's the Stanley Cup. So get it all out now because it's the Cup. Leanne says the Stampeders fans whine about the stadium. If riders were that consistent, I'd sit on the old hemorrhoid hill. Um, so of course it's just an excuse not to go. Yeah. I said we could make these topic specific days and maybe on Friday we'll get into what the issues are for these teams, you know, um, and I'll read what the actual poll question is for key auto group next hour, because it is regarding the Stanley cup. Actually, Moose, let's take that break. Yes. We got a lot of texts have come in here. <laughs> Norm Fong, Fongo's written in and says, stay off topic, Rod. I love your stories. That's from Norm Fong. So what do you want? I got some really good ones. Just put them on the tee for me, Fongo. I can go up. Yeah. You see my mind's gone, like, again, 18 different roads. Yeah. So we'll take a break and we'll start on one of them. When we come back for hour two, we're live on uh, YouTube today. No Game Plus television, WQEE podcast, and all other streaming. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.